0: From Washington, this is the CQ Budget Podcast, your leading Capitol Hill source on how Congress allocates federal taxpayer dollars. I'm David Lerman, your budget tracker and editor of the CQ Budget Newsletter. And joining me today is Paul Krozak, CQ Roll Call's senior budget reporter. Thanks for being here again, Paul. David, thanks for inviting me again. And you may not have noticed it since Washington has been consumed by an impeachment inquiry and the dramatic killing of the founder of Islamic State. But the Treasury issued a pretty striking warning last week about the nation's fiscal health. And that's what we want to talk about today. The final numbers for fiscal 2019 are in, and the deficit uh, hit nearly $1 trillion. We've been there before, of course, following the 2008 recession. But after some years of steady progress and cutting deficits, they are soaring again. So Paul, what's causing this?
1: Well, it's a combination of uh, spending increases and um, revenue revenue increases being lower than had been projected. Uh, Spending is the main culprit here. Uh, Spending is continuing to grow uh, faster than revenue, but um, interestingly enough, um, revenue is um, has grown by less than the uh, than was projected prior to the 2017 tax cut. That was a big tax cut. Uh, revenue has uh, grown less as a result of uh, that tax cut. It's uh, it's grown by about
0: four percent, but spending has grown by about eight percent. So that's a big budget disparity right there. That just passed over the past fiscal year, you mean? That's right. From a year ago. That's right. Um, And spending goes up, we know, because of there there are main programs that always drive higher spending. Uh, I mean, it's basically the entitlement programs, right? Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security. Right. Uh, And defense, of course, is a big player. We have seen a big budget increase in that.
1: That's true. We had the two uh, budget deals in 2018 and 2019, which raised the discretionary spending caps. Um, So that's certainly a factor. But uh, long term, it's these um, automatic spending programs
0: um, which are uh, driving the the deficit. And of course, we couple that with the tax cuts that the Republican Congress did in 2017, right? That means a lot less revenue.
1: Right, and you know the uh, the tax cuts um, stimulated the economy for sure. Um, Economic growth has increased, but uh, and and revenue has increased a little bit, but um, but less than it presumably would have increased without the tax cuts.
0: Right, I guess that's the key point because Republicans would say revenue is up, not down, but of course it's up by way less than what we would have had in a booming economy uh, were it not for these tax cuts. Right, and long term
1: the problem we've had and will have uh, looking ahead is that
0: um, spending is just growing faster than revenue. Yeah, so let's, let's uh, give us the numbers here. The deficit for this past fiscal year was what exactly? Uh, 984 billion, um, that's 205 billion more than had been projected. Okay And that's like a twenty six percent increase from just in a year's time, right. in the size of the deficit right. Um, now, of course, the Trump administration looked at issued these numbers and said it just proves the need for our budget cutting plans, right?
1: Well, yes, i mean the the uh, the Trump administration has proposed big cuts, trillions of dollars of cuts um in spending um, in its budgets. Uh, But there is uh, very little appetite in Congress for spending cuts.
0: Yeah. I mean, trillions over a decade they wanted, uh, and Congress has basically just ignored it or or outright rejected some of the bigger cuts, right? Well, that's right.
1: I mean, uh, you know, Congress has not been able to live um, under the 2011 deficit reduction law, which put limits on discretionary spending Congresses every two years. Has had to raise those spending caps, so it has not been able to live under these uh, discretionary spending limits. And then, uh, of course, the you know the big two thirds of the budget is these automatic spending programs like Social Security, uh, Medicare, Medicaid. Now, um, there have been uh, cuts to uh, Medicare um, over the years, um, but um, but the, the but Congress has not addressed those programs in terms of curbing the spending or changing those programs um, in a way that will make
0: a big difference. Right. And if people say, you know, why should we care about the rising deficit? The sky doesn't, we we keep hearing about it, but the sky hasn't fallen. Paul, you had an interesting uh, figure in, in your story on this last week, I thought, that sort of highlights the drain the deficit can take bit by bit, which was the rising cost of interest on the debt. Um, because you, you had in there, there was a 16% increase just in, in net interest costs this past fiscal year. And so total interest costs in a single year you had was the staggering figure of $376 billion with a B. And you had a very helpful figure in there, and you had a very helpful comparison, I thought, because $376 billion that was shelled out just in interest, I mean, that's just money out the door. That's not paying for schools or health care or anything. $376 billion, and you said it was more than was spent on the Agriculture Department, Education Department, Housing Department, and Homeland Security Departments combined. That's a pretty striking comparison. Well that's right. And that that interest cost is only going to
1: grow. I mean we we are have historically low interest rates right now. At some point right. those interest rates are going to go up and and, and then, then you'll
0: that, really see interest costs soar. Right?
1: That's that's right. And the other thing that's happening is the deficit is going to continue to go up. Um, it's supposed to go up even higher than one trillion next year right. and then continue to rise
0: so there's there's no there's no end in sight to this there's not and uh, you know we've had commissions that look at this and then they come out with proposals on how to fix it but they usually come up with a combination of tax increases and spending cuts because those are the really the only two ways you can address the problem and it seems like we always end up in a partisan stalemate right because republicans don't want tax increases and democrats don't want major spending cuts essentially? Well,
1: yes. And, um, and is the, I mean, is the public willing to accept um, cuts in Social Security? Um, is, the, is the public, I mean, um, is the public willing to accept uh, tax increases? Um, I, the answer in both cases may be yes, if there is leadership to do that. Um, but there, there's no majority in Congress to provide that leadership um, at this point, um, uh, or or in the White House for that matter. I mean, the you know President Trump has proposed these trillions of dollars in cuts um, over ten years, um, but he uh, he's he's basically leaving Social Security alone. Um, he's not proposing major changes to Medicare,
0: and he certainly uh, hasn't been building any political consensus for major cuts. Right. So that's the problem. So that's why we are we are where we are. Meanwhile, the deficit is not only growing, Paul, but it's growing faster than the Congressional Budget Office had expected. Right. It is, and uh, you know, again, that's um,
1: that's in part due to uh, revenue um, being not growing as fast as was uh, yeah, projected. Yeah, because I, I looked it up and for the
0: past fiscal year, the Congressional Budget Office. Thought we'd have a deficit of eight hundred ninety-six billion dollars. That's way under what we got. What we, we got was nine hundred eighty-four billion, almost that's, a trillion. So that's a pretty yeah. I mean that's a pretty big disparity in what mm-hmm. was projected there and what what we ended up with.
1: Yeah. So rounding those figures, basically, what was projected was uh, was uh, roughly nine hundred billion,
0: and what we ended up with is almost a trillion. Right. So about two hundred billion. That's more. a pretty big disparity. Um and so this is the highest deficit we've had since fiscal 2012 you reported. Right. Uh, which was the last time it it actually topped a trillion dollars.
1: Right. And if we go back to that period, uh we we had the uh the recession uh very major recession uh 2007 to 2009. Right. Um and deficits uh rose precipitously during right. that time period. Um, up to a trillion, over a trillion, and they were they were there above a trillion for several years, and then they started coming back down again. We've had we had a very slow recovery during the Obama administration, very slow gradual. But they were recovery. bringing the
0: deficit down. There was a gradual decline in the deficit. Almost, That's right. The cut de- almost by half, as I recall.
1: The deficit was coming down. The economy was growing slowly. Um, economic growth picked up during the Trump administration. Um, one of the key points here is that during a time when the economy is growing when the economy is the economy is very strong right. um, unemployment is very low I mean all the economic indicators are very healthy right now this is a time when hopefully you are going to be reducing
0: the red ink not increasing it Right. That's the other frustration here is that, as you say, in time in good times is when you try to get your fiscal house in order to prepare for the bad times. And what we seem to be doing is using good times and making the deficit even worse, um, which is going to be a frustration that, that uh, some of the watchdog groups have. And we'll have to see where that goes. All right. So we will, we will track this. We will see how we do in, in fiscal 2020 pretty soon and beyond and uh, what budget policies Congress puts in place uh, to address this if they do at all. That does it for us today. If you have any questions or comments about our podcast, we'd love to hear from you. You can drop us an email, cqpodcast at cqrollcall.com. The CQ Budget Podcast is produced by CQ Roll Call, a leader in nonpartisan political and policy news and analysis. For more than 70 years. And CQ Roll Call is a part of Fiscal Note, a global technology and media company. My thanks again to Paul Kroczak, our senior budget reporter, for joining me. Thanks, Paul. And thank you, David. And thank you all for listening. I'm David Lerman, your budget tracker. We'll be back next week. Until then, you can stay up to date by subscribing to the CQ Budget Newsletter. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, NPR One, or just Google the phrase CQ Budget Podcast. See you next week.